Hello and welcome to episode 28/29 of Kitakast. I am so sorry for missing yesterday's episode, but it was Valentine's Day, the day of love, and your boy had one and a half glasses of wine. <gasps> he broke his alcohol streak. You know that I haven't been drinking for like I don't know, a month and a half probably at this point, maybe even like last time I had a glass of something was a New Year's, and a glass and a half is not much. But if I go on the podcast, I'm already saying way too much. Like I'm already telling you way too many details about my life. If I start drinking and get on a podcast, it's either going to be top three most entertaining things ever or it's going to end up in me being canceled. So I decided to skip it. And also like I wanted to spend more time with my wife. So that's why I didn't record the podcast. I have a new, new fidgety toy on my desk. I have a Rubik's Cube. I bought it yesterday while I was buying Valentine's gift presents. Definitely not last minute. Definitely I'm an organized person who's working on a planner as his main life project. And I'm organized, okay? I definitely did not buy a Valentine's gift last moment. And after that, I didn't enter a children's toy store and bought a Rubik's Cube. Like this thing, you know, I was trying to crack it today, like the algorithm. I'm like, I'm going to find it. So if we get all the yellow on one side, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's the problem. You cannot get all the yellow on one side. Hey, you don't. So yeah, this is going to be one of my new hobbies. I'm going to start investigating and learning and get into YouTube on how to solve a Rubik's Cube. Anyway, we already started with the tangents. Today's Thursday, 15th of February. I'm recording this at 8.44 p.m. In this podcast, I'm talking about my personal self-development journey and trying to make it in life, whatever that means. If it's your cup of tea, walk with me, put on your headphones, put on your shoes, go for a walk, you'll thank yourself. I walked today for like almost, no, 12,300 steps. So get out there. It was raining. I didn't care. Uh, if you're new here, my name is Kitsa. I'm the founder of Sizi, the browser for developers, and Benji, the life OS, and the course called Zero to Shipped, which I just finished today. Give a round of applause for everybody. Now finish with an asterisk. I finish the main chunk of the course, the main part of the course. The part that teaches you how to ship a SaaS from beginning till the end is finally finished. Now I'm going to wait for motherfuckers who are like, how's the course going and we need all the material. It's here. Well, where's your SaaS? Now I'm going to start emailing them back. Until now, they were pressuring me. Dude, I would be like, my daughter is lovely on Twitter. And, and they would be like, yeah, but are you going to finish the course? Oh boy, I'm bookmarking all of those fuckers. And now I'm asking, hey, I see you're watching basketball. Where's your fucking product? You donut. Anyway, I finished the main part today, meaning only the super extra bonus part is it needs to be recorded at some point. Probably I'll finish it this week because I cannot think about it. But this part is about external integrations with app like uh, Snaplet and Sentry and Glink and um, AI and ChatGPT and basically connecting with all sorts of things. Um, so you don't need any of those things to basically ship a startup. So I even said it in the last video I recorded today. I was recording the entire day from like 9 something uh, a.m. to around 3.30, 4 p.m. I was recording the entire day. And the final video when I recorded it, I told people, if you watched until here, you're ready. Don't wait for me to post a video on how to integrate with AI. You don't need any of that to actually ship a functional startup so a weight has lifted on my chest, but it's still not, you know, completely lifted because I really want to record even the bonus material. Hopefully I'll plow through it tomorrow and on Saturday. Saturday is my work day because yesterday was my non-work day and I'll finish um, everything. Uh, what else? If you like an assistant, an awesome assist assistant like MJ who hasn't appeared in the last three days, like I'm really concerned about the guy at this point because I've been texting him. There's no reply from him. Um, I'm really glad that so far I haven't given him my bank account details because it's tax season. And I told my accountant, no, no worries. I was late literally every single month in the last five years. I've been late with payments. Now I have an assistant this month. We won't be late. Now is the last days to report the taxes to basically gather on the invoices. MG is gone for three days. So it's something with electricity in his area. Something exploded. And um, 
There, there's no contact from him. Now, if this was a freelancer on Upwork, I would get very upset. I would be like, oh, they're fucking lying. You know, I don't trust people on Upwork. But because Athena is standing behind him, I know there's a company behind him. He wouldn't want to lose his job because that's his thing right now. So definitely there's something going on. And I feel bad and I'm texting him every day, but no reply. So anyway, if you like an awesome assistant like MJ, you can go to athenago.me slash kids and get your assistant. Don't forget to send me video or comment questions. Conferences I'm going to, they are InfoBip Shift in Croatia. It's going to be fire. September, React Alicante, same month in Spain. And there's one more in Split, but I still don't have uh, the dates about when I'm going to that one. So let's do the Benji review. Sleep time and sleep score. Uh, let me see if I can share my screen here. No private thingies. All right. So uh, sleep, sleep time and sleep score. I think I slept fine last night. No complaints there. Hydration. I couldn't find <laughs> the purple bottle for most of my day. So I'm not properly hydrated. When I don't have bought that bottle, I just drink a glass of water and then I stay on my computer for hours without drink drinking. So this is li literally a life hack. You might think that I'm joking, but get yourself 1.2 liter bottle of water and you're going to drink more water naturally. Side tangent. Let me go back to the screen. I Someone was like, hey, can you put chapters? Like I would like to skip the bench review. The problem is, dude, there's no chapters with your boy. Like I'll start talking about A and I end up talking about Z. I'll start talking about my binge review, but I'll think of something and then I'll start explaining about my sleep routine and shit. That's why I'm not going to put chapters. Watch if you want to watch. Otherwise, who's the singer of Chandelier? See ya. Otherwise, are you American Pie? Because bye-bye. That song, you know, bye-bye American Pie. Anyway, I got this. This thing is the thing that I mentioned that's 150 fucking euros. And I'm like, what is the point? Why is it so expensive? Because I got another one that I plugged, you, you plug it in a socket and it's like 70 euros. So it's a CO2 meter. Apparently, this is the most correct one. And the nice thing, it has an e-ink screen and the battery life lasts for I don't know how long, but you don't need to plug it in. So I got four of these and it gives you like three levels of how clean is your air. Right now it's 783. When it gets above a thousand, it goes yellow here. If it goes about, uh, uh, above 1,500, it will start beeping every five minutes. It also tells you the temperature and the humidity. So I put one in the bedroom, one in the office. And we've been vent ventilating way more, especially my wife. Like she would ventilate maybe once per day the bedroom. But now that she sees how often the bedroom air like, gets a lot of CO2, like she ventilates the bedroom way more often. And if you think like, why do you need a CO2 meter? Just open the window. I'm repeating this. It's not enough to do it once per day. Now, if you do it four times per day, you don't need this. Congratulations. But 99% of people don't do it four times per day. So this is useful. I keep seeing this. Even when it goes yellow, I go and open the window. So I guess that's uh, nice. Fasting. I've been fasting since 10 p.m. until, I don't know, at 3 p.m. So when, when I eat bad at night, I completely skip breakfast and I haven't had anything. Weight. I haven't recorded my weight today. I added this log, but this was for yesterday. So let me just correct that. I finally broke 93, dude. Round of applause. I need a soundboard. You give me a round of applause for your boy. We've been going down. Now I'm at my lowest. I haven't been 93. Well, last time I was 93 was on 6th of December. Then this thing happened. Like my, my parents-in-law, they just left. And slowly, I think they were bringing some kind of accountability to my life because they were staying with us for a while. And then as soon as they left, I was like, ah, you know what can happen. And suddenly, boom, I'm 98, almost 99 kilos. So then I'll be slowly going down. And now we're down back to 93.6. But this is the lowest. So previously it was 93.8. Now it's 93.6. Dude, when I see 80, it's going to be a celebration. When I see 80, I'm going to do a giveaway of CZ licenses, the course, whatever. I'm really going to celebrate. This is a promise. So I forgot to mention this. I don't know if I mentioned this or not. But I promise you that I'm going to start um, donating my revenue from Twitter, which lately has been a lot because your boy's posting a lot of bangers. Um, so last time I donated, um, maybe I should put this in a link so you guys can donate too. Maybe you can find it on my Twitter and be a good person. My friend Tomar sent me about um, um, a baby of 
one of his friends, whatever, I'm butchering this sentence, but basically there's like a GoFundMe and I donated the last 160 euros for that. Uh, whatever money is going to come from Twitter, I'm immediately going to find a case, something that's close to me, as I said, either in person or someone that I know needs help, not just some random charities where I feel like the money is going to go away. And honestly, like, I don't need suggestions. If you're like, hey, can you please donate for the plants in but whatever? I, I, I don't care. It has to be close to me. It has to be something happening around me. So I just wanted, you know, um, I want to keep myself accountable and I want you to keep me accountable. So when I hit 80 weight, remind me, hey, fucker, you said you're going to give away licenses and shit. Also, I need to give away an iPad and... I think I finally found a way because I said whoever's going to retweet the tweet, my pin tweet about me announcing the course, it gets in a giveaway for an iPad. But I couldn't find a way. There's no website. Like back in the day, I made a website called Lucky Retweet where you put a tweet URL and it gives you a lucky retweeter and then you can reward them with something. With uh, Nowadays, Elon butchered the API. Even, even before Elon, the API wasn't um, allowing to do these kind of giveaways. But I'm going to do it the manual way. I'm going to go through all of the retweets, write down all the names in Excel or whatever, and just shuffle and find one person. And I'm going to give away an iPad. Keep me accountable of these things. I just don't want to see random things um, in the podcast. Next, we have workout. I haven't worked out this week after Sunday. I haven't done a workout. So I've been only walking every day a lot. Like, I don't know what happened, honestly. As soon as I swapped my, you know, I'm going to work on Wednesday and not work on Saturday and yada, 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 like a little bit messy, but it's, it, it's going fine. Walking is going fine. Meals. Yesterday, we had a Valentine's cheat meal, which is not even cheat meal at all. Like, the only cheat meal part here is this focaccia, which my wife is, like, absolutely killing, killing it when she makes this focaccia bread. And, you know, I felt, you know, I don't I don't like to be this cringy. Like, a lot of times when I'll be like, Sissy is the best and whatever. Or my wife is the best cook. Like, I, I, like, it's because some things happen. But also, I told my wife, man, this is going on the podcast, like, few like last week she made macaroni and I she made like she was like, Do you like pasta? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm gonna have like brown rice. I said I'm not gonna eat pasta. And then she eats the pasta and she's like, please try it. I made the worst pasta possible. And I'm like, you cannot fuck up pasta. Like the only person I don't wanna name names because they might recognize this, but I've tried this somewhere around the years when I was in college. Like someone, certain someone made pasta, and me and my friends were joking, like, holy fuck, how can you fuck up pasta? Like I still haven't tried pasta that's worse than that one. It's like so it was so fucking greasy. Horrible. But anyway, my wife makes this pasta and I'm like, I'm going to finish this rice and I'm going to take a couple of pieces because I, I don't believe that you can fuck up pasta. She did it. Mute. Knocked. They knocked on our door. Guinness world record. Worst pasta. I think she boiled the motherfucker out of it. So you just, you, you poke it with a fork and it just falls apart just like my life lately. So anyway, but this focaccia bread, she absolutely killed it. So we had this like cheat meal. I don't know. We asked her, how did we invent this? You know, how the fuck did we invent a meal like focaccia with cherry to tomatoes and olives? Uh, tuna, onion, and red wine. And she was like, well, once we wanted to eat bread with something and we didn't have enough groceries and we were lazy to shop, so we took random shit from the fridge. And I just love this combination. It's a lot of like veggies and onion and tuna and this bread and you dip it in oil and salt and it's fucking amazing. So I marked it as, you know, not aligned with my goals because it's actually uh, kind of healthy, but it wasn't aligned with my goals. Anyway, today I had only two meals, chicken, rice, and vegetables, and we have a new sweet snack. Like instead of doing the oatmeal, <laughs> I'm done with oatmeal because yesterday I wanted to make my traditional recipe, oatmeal, protein powder, finally got my protein powder, cocoa powder. Dude, I'm putting the oatmeal and I see something, a tiny black thing in it. And I'm like, is it one of the greens? Like what is going on? And I see a tiny bug. Like it was the tiniest bug. And I'm like, first in my code, now in my food. Motherfuckers, they're everywhere. But as I mentioned on a previous podcast, I was like, I want to quit oatmeal, but I just needed something to, you know, to kick me over this oatmeal addiction. Dude, when I saw this bug, I just took my meal, badumtas, the oatmeal, because you make a meal with oatmeal, 
And I just poured everything down. To, like I throw everything in the trash. No more oatmeal. We're done. So today I asked my wife, dude, I'm craving that. I, I'm craving that sweet-ish thing after lunch. And she was like, do you want me to boil millet with cocoa powder, scoop of protein and strawberries? And I'm like, I don't trust that that's going to be good, dude. It's fire. It's like eating a chocolate pudding because you put cocoa powder, chocolate protein, and the millet is kind of fluffy and it has like the texture of a pudding. It was like 90% while in the middle of conversation, it feels like eating a pudding. So I love finding these meals, you know, which seems like a cheat meal. It seems like a sweet meal, but it's actually made with healthy ingredients. Chop a bunch of strawberries. Are you American pie? Because bye-bye. It's fucking amazing. Anyway, so we covered the food yesterday and today. Yesterday, yeah, not no other cheat meals. Uh, Pomodoros and habits. Let's not talk about the Pomodoros. I'm not in a good habit. Like today I've been working the entire fucking day and I only tracked two hours and 18 minutes. So I'm not good at tracking these Pomodoros. I'll get better. And regarding habits, let's not even go there. Red City, dude. Red City. Is my habit tracker Manchester United? Because go devils, right? Look, everything fucking red. Uh, these, the anytime, they're not bad. Like no sweets, no coffee, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but everything else has been bad today. Yesterday, a little bit better. Yesterday was a little bit better. Today, I forgot to do a bunch of things in the morning and I broke my, wait, I didn't mark this. No alcohol. I marked it as failed. And that's it. That's the Benji review. Alrighty, where were we? I was, I, I just ended recording up until that moment and I had a one hour therapy session and now I continued. Your boy is back in doing therapy. I might not continue with the same therapist. I just wanted to get one out of the way because I promised myself I'm going to do it because it's like sometimes it's obvious that you need something in your life. I'm glad I did it. I'm always skeptical about therapists, you know, like I spend the entire session looking like, are you going to give me some valuable nugget? At the end of the day, I think if therapy was free because it's expensive as a motherfucker, like this cost, let me just tell you in euros. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This was 300 zlote, which I just converted in, and it's 69 euros. Nice, but it, it really is. So just paying... Even if you go twice per month, it's still a lot of money for a lot of people. But I think if it was free, if everyone was getting like a random call from a smart person for free and you can just vent and express all of your emotions and anger and whatever you have in you and then they give you nice advice and they're like, whoa, slow it down. Let's just think about it this way and that way. I think everyone would do it because it's nothing more than that. Like I just paused the podcast in the same chair. I didn't go sitting on a couch or whatever. And I just had a call for an hour with a woman and she was very helpful. Most of the time I was talking. But I like that she's not one of those people that... She's going to let you, there's some sketchy motherfuckers out there who, who are going to let you talk for the entire session and be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, tell me more. She was interrupting and she, she knew how to drive the conversation. So um, it was great. Some suggestions that, uh, yeah, I mentioned this before, that this does nothing, honestly. It, it enters one year and you're like, oh, wow, that's amazing. It exits another and by tomorrow, like I'll go to sleep now. It's almost 11 o'clock. By tomorrow, I'll just remember nothing from this. If I don't sit down, write some notes and then basically do the work myself. I've told you, like, no one is coming to save you. No one is going to save you. You got to do the work yourself. And she even said it. She was like, you might not have time for all of this right now. What I re can recommend to you is just do a bunch of journaling. Like, we have a lot of thoughts. And the best um, metaphor that I've heard about this is, um, it was like a visual metaphor from Mel Robbins. She's also amazing. If you've read her books or seen her YouTube channels, she's amazing. And she was like, our thoughts are like flowing water all the time. And a lot of times we're just trying to, you know, catch it with our hands. That's just thinking and overthinking. And she's like, it overflows. Like there's so many thoughts that it actually overflows. But if we get a bottle of water and or or a big bucket and we just let the um, the thoughts flow into that bucket, then we can grab and capture all the thoughts. And that's what journaling is. Instead of your thoughts just running away, you just sit down and you just write everything and everything goes through you and it has some therapeutic effect. Am I doing that? No. I'm doing this bullshit three-minute journal in the morning, which is not journaling. This is, that's why I have a habit called brain dump 300 words, which at some point I was doing it. 
that I even added an optional in Benji about journaling. So when you write a, a journal, like it counts how many words um, do you write. So I'm going to show you that in a second. You can say morning journal and you start writing here in this content. And here, like it counts how many words do you write. And if you have a word goal, you can say 300 words. And then as you type, like it helps you um, write 300 wor words. I was doing this at some point that I even built this feature. Now I'm not doing it. And I think doing it on paper is even better than doing it digitally. But right now I just want to start doing it somehow. So I'm, it's just painfully obvious how needed in life is, especially when you're navigating on a lot of complex situations in your life. And especially when you're dealing with people who need therapy themselves, but they're not going to do that. So you have to be the one doing all the work because they're going to have a certain effect on you. And in order to not, in order for them not to have a certain effect on you, you just got to be stronger and learn to navigate your thoughts and feelings and everything because feelings comes from thoughts at the end of the day. Like it's sad, but you know, the title of the book, The Mountain is You is so fucking true because you cannot just point to other people. You can be like, no, AI this and the president that and these people said this and said that. At the end of the day, you can only fix yourself. You cannot change the world. You cannot change the economy. You cannot change the people around you a, a lot of times, unfortunately. So you got to do the work. So yeah, journaling and meditation is just something painfully obvious that I need to do. Even in this book from Brianna Weiss, she was talking about um, sometimes you hit the gym, but what you need is actually to meditate. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. Stop pointing fingers at me, woman. Like I, I'm reading another book from her called 100 Essays About Life or something with essays. And like, I hate how uh, how much this woman is speaking to me directly. She's like, what was that? What was that movie? Like the Truman Show. Like, I feel like I'm trapped somewhere. She's the writer. And now she's giving me the script. And I'm like, motherfucker, stop. Like, this is painful to read. But yeah, definitely going to reread that book. And hopefully I will start journaling and meditation. Because I see meditation as something obvious in my life. And I still don't do it. I can be in the sauna, kill 25 minutes in the sauna and meditate at the same time. Still not doing it, but... Whatever, dude, whatever. Uh, let's move on. What what did I want to tell you about yesterday? It was my first swap of Wednesday with Saturday. So I really liked it because uh, I get time a lot of time with my family in the middle of the week. So I don't have to wait like five days of grinding. And then Friday comes along and finally have time with your more time with your family and stuff. And plus you get like a bonus Friday, right? Because you get only like one Friday and then it's the weekend. Those are the two days. But now Tuesday felt like, oh shit, I'm not working tomorrow. So I can stay a little bit later. So it felt like an extra Friday. And then Friday I'll be working. But on Saturday, it will feel like another, you know, you get the double feeling of tomorrow I get a free day. I'll see how it will go. I like that I scheduled a bunch of things yesterday. Like we took my daughter for her third shot of vaccination, basically. And, you know, I thought I'm going to be this paranoid parent which obsesses with books because during the pregnancy... I had a bunch of pregnancy books on how to help with delivery and how to... I, I learned a bunch of stuff about. I haven't finished all of them, but I was reading way more during the pregnancy than after we actually have the kid. I know I would have to read a little bit more later, at a later stage. Like, a lot of parents don't understand that, like, children's psychology is complex, but it's also simple. Like, people have written about it. And if you go to YOLO way and you're like, oh, I'm going to tell them whatever, someone has already written, like, how could you can... I think it's very easy to play with their psychology if you know how it works. So I know that soon I would have to read a little bit more. Right now, honestly, I haven't been reading a lot. Like I've been listening to dad podcasts, not a lot lately. I feel kind of guilty about that. I want to change it. I've been talking about the vaccinations. I thought I'm going to be this paranoid parent who investigates and double researches everything. And which vaccine, like we go to the doctor and she's like, your daughter needs the shots in a month. And I'm like, cool. We go to the doctor and I'm like, uh, she's like, you got to go to the pharmacy and buy this shot. I go, I don't even look at the brand. I don't go online, Google, will vaccinations do whatever, whatever. We go, they put her, she cries for one second, then they show her a toy and she's fine. 
And that's what I'm going to do because all these fucking psychopaths who don't vaccinate their, kid, their kids. Right now in Macedonia and Serbia, we have back, like, I don't know what is it called, some very serious cough that a lot of children got right now. And now parents are rushing to go vaccinate them now. Well, it doesn't fucking work like that. You're donuts. Idiots thinking that the vaccine is going to cure the thing that like it's you're supposed to put it before and so it doesn't happen Put sprinkles on you Swim in some glazy because you donuts So irritating. I'm so glad I'm on a separate floor and my daughter can sleep upstairs and I can yell here And if I wake her up once I'm gonna have a podcast studio in a shed outside So anyway, we went for the vaccinations. It went super smooth. She didn't get a high temperature at night um, She cried for literally one second and that was it. That's what we did um Yesterday, so basically everything that happens now on, like we have a meeting or we have to, like we're meeting with a with an interior designer next week for reno renovating the living room. Um, and previously, it was like when someone would ask me or my wife, "When can we meet?" Like it's like, oh, but I'm working on Monday, whatever, and Saturday they don't work. Now it can be like Wednesday. We can do everything on Wednesday. Yesterday I was at the dentist. You know, like when can be the next appointment? Wednesday. It's so simple because businesses don't work on Friday and on Wednesday. Like I have this half free day. Where if you go to a mall, if you go to any place, there's no line. You don't need to mix with all these mouth breathers on the weekend. You can just be, you know, free and there's no line in malls, in shopping places, anywhere. And you can use Wednesday for the day when you do chores and errands and you also spend your time with, with your family. It's freaking amazing. So far, um, I like it. I don't know what else I did. Basically, we did a real long walk with my wife and daughter. We spent some time at home. Um, I, I, I don't exactly know what else happened, but I know that I went to the dentist. This time I didn't do bubble tea because we were supposed to have our Valentine's dinner and I didn't want to fucking ruin it. So we're finally down to the last appointment. They did like a practice run on the on the tooth, on the crown. And they were like, this is how it's going to look like finally. Tell me if it feels weird. It feels fucking weird. It feels like having a metallic thing in your mouth when you when you bite. It doesn't feel natural. I think, I think it takes time for the body to uh, accept it. Am I thinking about how would we live if there's ever like an apocalyptic scenario where, you know, couple of these bigots and idiots launch some nukes and then a couple of people survive and then we have to live in the wilderness. Like, what if your tooth hurts? <laughs> Dude, what were they doing before dentists? Like, the dentist is drilling there. I'm listening to an audiobook, half dozing off and half thinking, how would we live without this? When they, when they had a tooth, toothache back in the day, w would they, like, ah, oh, fuck it, and they just go with an axe and then you're like, oh, without a tooth? And what the fuck were they doing? It's just mind-blowing to me that, you know, it's mind-blowing that we got here as a society so technologically and medically advanced and did we like this close from some orange fat fuck fucking it up by like, I'm going to launch the nukes and we're better. Boop. And just everything goes back to zero. It just blows my mind that that's a, a scenario. Um, anyway, so that was, uh, that was yesterday. Today, as I said, woke up, coffee, water, go on the computer, record the course. I was doing that for the entire day. Then we had uh, lunch. Then I went for a really long walk. Probably I walked today for like, I don't know, hour and a half or, or more than that. And then I come back on the computer and I see another AI announcement from OpenAI. So this time they have a new model that's called Sora, which is going to generate videos. It already generates videos. So go on Twitter, YouTube, whatever, and type in OpenAI Sora and cry. And cry. Because it's freaking, dude, we're this close from indie people replacing Hollywood movies and shows and shit like that. Like, at least there's going to be, for sure there's going to be some masterpieces in the future. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a category at the Oscars at whatever for like AI generated movie or a script or a, or a show or whatever. It's happening, dude. This videos, like a couple of months ago, we were laughing at AI cannot generate hands in pictures. Now they have perfect hand waving in videos. And it blows my mind. 
Like my talk at the conferences in, in autumn is going to be about AI is going to take your job. Because previously in my previous talks, I had little snippets about that. Now I want to make this entire talk about this fucking thing. And I'm just adding more points to my case. I'm so glad that they released this and we have a few more months. God knows what's going to happen. It just blows my mind that smart people, like I know very, very smart people who are against AI because they're obviously afraid of losing their job. They're afraid of losing their stability. So they have to cope and have this fear of like, oh no, it's not going to be that good. Dude, if it can generate videos this good and hands and, and whatever else, why can't you apply your, like use your third brain cell? What's going to happen in three months, six, seven, one year, two years, five years, you're still going to be alive. I'm going to be, I'm not even going to be in 40 in five years. I will still have to take care of my family and do and everything else. If this can generate Hollywood movies, web developers, designers, <laughs> use your third brain cell, bro. You're going to think you're going to spend your entire day in Figma drawing rectangles? And then a developer is going to get paid 300K per year to take those rectangles and over-engineer them into an app? You're out of your fucking mind. Like today, Nat, Nat Friedman from GitHub announced that they're investing $100 million in a company called Magic.ai or Magic.something. It's on my Twitter. Go check it out. And they're going to be doing, like, they're like, uh, their landing page was something like Tired of Copilot. Let me try to find this landing page, actually. Magic.dev. I think this is it. So I'm going to show it to you for people who watch in uh, on the video. Magic is working on frontier scale code models to build a co-worker, not just a co-pilot. Things we believe. Code generation is both a product and a path to AGI. AGI safety matters and is solvable. And to bring to build a great AI product, I'm tired. Shut the fuck up. We need to train our own frontier scale model. And um, where was the thing that I wanted to read? I think this was it. Transformers aren't the final architecture. We have something with a multi-million token context window. Do you know what that means? It can read entire code bases. It's not limited to five files. It can read entire code bases and you'll be able to tell it, hey, I don't like that this is in PHP. Rewrite it in Next.js and Blitz. And the thing is going to go get my course, read it, you know, consume everything and then do it accordingly. But front-end developers are so stubborn. They're so proud of their LinkedIn status of being like an engineer at a company, crafting dreams, whatever the fuck. It's going to end, bro. You don't read the docs. Do you understand that? That we were lazy fuckers, humans. Like, we don't read the docs. We spend most of our day on Twitter. We're like chilling, having Netflix on the side. These AI things, the only thing they do is think about this shit. I've been talking about driving. People are like, self-driving, I want to hold my own wheel. Shut up. You're checking your phone all the time. You're not a better driver. When someone tells me, dude, I'm a better driver than a co-pilot. Fucker, it has like, the car has nine cameras around it. Like, it's checking for every possible scenario. You're only checking what your wife texted you. Or, or you're scrolling someone's Instagram reel. While you're like, you know, you're looking at the road, looking at your phone. Shut up. You're not even, you, you don't even know what's to your left and right. And people are like, oh, I'm a better driver. Shut up. Like, there's so many videos. Like, go watch Tesla Saves Live. When someone couldn't react that fast, like a car swinging or whatever, and the car just reacts on time. I know there have been many accidents and the autopilot. Like, people, when there's an announcement like this one from OpenAI, people immediately try to find the bad things about it. And it blows my mind. How can you not predict that? Today, there's video generation. Tomorrow, there's AI-generated Netflix. You go on Netflix and you watch a mix of Walter White being with the Friends cast, smoking weed with Chandler because you can generate that with text. Or as soon as you finish The Office and you're like, this is now my personality and I'm going to rewatch it, Netflix is going to be like, how about one more season? Which actor do you like? DiCaprio, whatever. You go select the actors and you continue watching The Office forever. That's going to be a thing. It's going to be creepy. I think we're going to be tired of content, but also think it's going to post a bunch of bangers. Like it's going to continue Seinfeld, but now you're going to get guest characters from Friends or whatever. Like if you cannot 
get your imagination to think all of these things. You're, just, you're out of your fucking mind. If you're like, no, AI is going to stop here. Yeah, it's going to stop this year for you. Sometimes around March, AI is going to stop. All, like every time I, I talk to, like, I don't know, close people, the family members, they're like, oh, dude, someone's going to regulate this. Someone's going to put a stop on this. Did you see that they banned it in Finland? <laughs> they were saying all of these things about the internet. It didn't disappear. It's just going to take more jobs and more jobs and more jobs. And you're on the list. Like photo photographers didn't think they'll lose their job to AI products doing headshots. But now you can upload five selfies and photo AI or whatever can generate a bunch of professional photographs from you. You don't have to go to a studio and go take a passport photo or take like a professional headshot for your LinkedIn. Like, no one, I, I honestly, I've been talking about AI, but that was the last job that I had in mind that's going to be replaced. Now we have like, this is coming for everyone, dude. Is it coming for this podcast? Yeah, I probably going to take all my episodes and then just babble here for hours and hours and now it's going to be more interesting than me. No, it's fucking not. So anyway, I posted a banger. Let me just check the amount of likes because I know, I, I have a feeling when a tweet is a banger. Dude, if I spend most of my day on Twitter, I'm going to be on the top. Do you understand that? Like my brain thinks in memes, shit posts, and bangers, but I need to be more on Twitter. Unfortunately, tomorrow I'm gonna block the iPad, and I'm not gonna have um, I'm not gonna have that much access to Twitter, and that's when you don't know what's happening. But for now, I like having this iPad in my life and being on Twitter all the time. Basically, I was working today, and I like that I don't have Twitter on my computer, but I need to go to another room, usually the toilet, and be on the iPad. So if I ever reply to you on Twitter, it's, it's from the toilet. Sorry. Uh, yeah. How long? How long? Well, I don't know how long were the rest of the videos because I chopped it up in multiple parts. And I think I covered everything, dude. Nothing interesting happened today, yesterday. Again, sorry for missing one episode. It was Valentine's Day. I said I'm going to do this every day, even when I'm traveling. But when there's something like really, really important happening, I, I'm going to skip a day. So give me a fucking uh, break. I think I want to also record on Saturday because on Saturday it's like my... Also yesterday was my free day. So I think it's fine if I skip it on Wednesday because I'm not going to work that day. And not a lot of things are going to happen that day. So I think we're good, dude. I think I can just do a Saturday recording because I'll be working on that day and I might have a bunch of things. Oh, I forgot an important thing. Um, I had a meeting today with someone from My Body Tutor. My Body Tutor. I mentioned this platform before. Um, it's more than coaching. It's complete mindset, psychology, and habits transformation. I had a talk with with this guy. I heard about them like um, they were coaching Sam Parr from My First Million. So I had a call with this guy. I think he's the founder. And this basically costs... Where Where's the freaking thing? It costs... $2.99 per month, and you get one-on-one -on -one coaching, daily check-ins, proactive accountability, phone consultation, nutrition and fitness plans, blah, 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 blah. And they can guarantee, like, they have all of these before and after pictures. Like, they're going to find... It's not only about training. Uh, they were training Noah Kagan also. It's not only about training. It's about changing your mindset, changing your habits. Like, all of these people have lost so many pounds, blah, blah, blah. But they don't want to do it the way that... The traditional way. Like, you got to work out and blah, blah, blah. They want to change your mindset about fitness and nutrition. So we had a call about me starting to work out with them. I'm going to cancel Copilot. I'm going to join this for at least a couple of months. And then also about collaboration with Benji because they're building their own app, which is not that advanced. And they told me they have a problem and they're looking for someone to, um, you know, for some collaboration on an app. And I just showed him Benji and he was like, holy shit, you build this by yourself in a year? That's fucking crazy. So I told them that Benji already has like fasting tracking, weight tracking, meal tracking, uh, workouts, habits, to-dos. Like it has everything that you would need for you to be a coach of someone. So I want to implement coaching functionality in Benji when you're tired of not fixing your life enough, you cannot get your shit together, you find a coach on the list of coaches, you require for them to coach you, there's some payment contract happening, and then they become your coach and they have an insight. I mean, you give them access to what you want, what you want to give them access to, usually the fitness-related things. And then they coach you and tell you how to be better. So I think there's a lot of um, 
there's a lot of opportunity here. Like, there's a lot of shit that's going to happen with Benji Dude. As soon as I finish this course, it's going to be big. I'm telling you this. Uh, I also thought of white labeling. I offered this guy, I'm like, why don't we do a thing where if you don't want cooperation with Benji Benji, I can do like a white label thing where it's going to be called My Body Tutor. It's going to be on your domain, but it's going to be Benji under the hood. It's going to have your logo, your theme, your whatever, your colors. But you will choose which features do you want for the users. Like you want fasting and you want weight tracking and you want a bunch of other things. But the people won't even see the name Benji. It's just going to be our features package is a white label thing that you can. And then when I thought of this, I'm like, holy shit, like this can go in so many directions. There's so many probably coaches and nutritionists and whatever that need something like this. Fuck, I get hyped now. I want to code you. It's midnight. I hate when I do hyped up ship. Usually I want to spend time after like 8, 9 p.m. I want to spend time with my family and just, uh, well, my daughter's sleeping, but spend time with my wife and unwind and just talk about daily stuff because then I can sleep. If I'm on Twitter, if I'm talking about my ideas, I get hyped and I want to do shit right now. Holy shit, just look at this. This was, I don't know how much was the CO2 before the podcast. Now it's in the yellow. It's a thousand and something. So I'm going to open the window. Definitely works. Definitely not sponsored. People, when, when everyone started talking about CO2, mostly Theo, they're like, who sponsored you to say this? No one, dude. It's like a basic thing. Like this thing <laughs> makes you feel drowsy if you let it, a lot of this get in your room. So anyway, dude, whatever. Uh, what else happened? No other meetings? No other... Oh yeah, I missed a meeting. I was supposed to have a meeting with front-end masters just to do some collaboration on workshops because I said I want to do... I said I want to do more workshops, but there's something deep down within me. Honestly, there's this little voice that says, you don't want to do this. Stop doing things that you don't want to do. I want to do the workshops, honestly, as a cash grab, but not a grab. I just want to get them as money to be able to hire more developers, marketers, designers to actually work on Benji. But I'm like, is that the right way? Because like, I'm still devoting a portion of my energy. Like half of my brain has to go and think about optimizing that. And I said yesterday, do less. So maybe there's not, nothing going to happen. I'm also ready to maybe just sell React Academy as a branding to someone. Like there's nothing behind React Academy. It's just the landing page and the branding and SEO. But I think I might get to a point where I'm like, but everything else, let me just go all in on Benji. Like I could say this for Sizi, which is like bringing way more money than Benji. But Benji, like, I feel like that's my passion, making a life OS and making people better. I feel like this is my passion. And I'm not sure if I want to do the workshops or just spend that one day. If I spend those eight hours teach, teaching someone, what if I spend them just coding and going all in on this idea? I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments, maybe. That's it, dude. I don't have movies, books, anything. I think this was too long. Anyway, so thank you for watching. Join the Discord. Go follow me on Twitter. Follow me. Uh, do the homework. Do the description homework. Join some links. Buy the course or do whatever the fuck you want to do. Who is the singer of Chandelier? See ya in the next one. Ya donuts.